You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, December 4th, 2019, week 313. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stesco. This is Destiny Pizza, and I went too fast. <laughs> but let's talk about some we viewed, reviewed. Let's talk about movies. I watched Frozen 2. Ooh, Mike. the new Frozen. Yeah. What'd you think of it? I did not see the new Frozen. It was good. It was darker than I expected. Mm. I like A lot that. darker. I like that. I like. I really like the trailers for that, that uh, movie. Incredibly misleading. That's good. That's even better. I was like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> then not tonal wise, there's no uh, connection at some points. Because um, I feel like the trailers are really dark. Well, there's like a character. You know that character that they're like, is that Elsa's girlfriend? Like there's like a long. It looks almost like a Merida type character in the trailer. I don't think so. I don't know. There's a character you see glimpses of. Yeah, and you're like, who's this girl? Not. I don't think she's in any of the scenes that you see in the trailer. Yeah. So like they misled as if there's going to be like a new girl joining yeah. this adventure. Yeah. Not there. Okay. I guess I didn't pick that up from the trailer really. No. And I didn't find the new songs very, like. I mean, I get it. I'm not the target demo. <laughs> yeah, but there's certain songs that I'm like. But like I the love. first one, we weren't the target demo either, and we could. And some of the songs some... I love, like "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," very yeah. sad song. Right? Yeah. And like, um, what's that song? It's Coronation Day. Yeah. That one. I like that song. Like the ice song. Make nice. Mm-hmm. We're making the ice. The beginning. Oh yeah. The first the opening song. <laughs> no, I don't. We're getting the ice. I yeah, forget how the song song's... goes. But, but the like cool thing is they did, um, you know, like that, hey, Anna, hey, Anna. Yeah. they like, there's a thing in this movie and I'm like, oh, this like adds meaning to the song because mm. this movie deals with like, there's this area of the forest that it gives like a lot of backstory mm-hmm. to like the Arendelle and everything. And then you get some of that stuff but yeah it was good i was really surprised at how much i enjoyed this cool movie i don't think there was a short before this though i don't think disney really does shorts they did because i think get a horse became up before this oh Mm, let's see. Oh, cool. They did a special dubbing. So they did that, like, um, for Moana, they did, like, a Hawaiian and stuff. Oh. Like, dubbing. Mm-hmm. They did a Northern Sami dubbing, oh. which is, like, a native language spoken um, in, like, Norway, Finland, mm. and Sweden. It's the official language of Norway. That's pretty cool. But um, I don't remember a short. Because even Pixar doesn't do shorts all the time anymore. No. No. Um, so yeah, it was really good. 
Uh, stay after the credits. You watch it. Uh, I will watch it someday. There's uh, a lot of references, I think, were for grown-ups, though, where it's like a lot of self-referential things to the Frozen 1. Mm. So, that was interesting. Um, yeah, I liked it. it was, I give it like a 7 out of 8. Right. It wasn't... Not better than the first? My niece liked it more than the first one. Mm. Um, my nephew doesn't remember watching the first one, mm-hmm. which is shocking for the amount of times it was playing in our house. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Well, it was like six years ago now. <laughs> that's the thing. And he's... Seven. Yeah, so he wasn't really at the height. Like, he wasn't aware of surrounding. Yeah. Like, I remember I that movie that like sense. crazy at the height of the height. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Joker. Joker, Mike. Joaquin, Phoenix. Yeah. Both finally saw the movie. Uh, what do you think? I dug it. I liked it. I like, I think, I think Joaquin Phoenix was, it was, it was crazy. I, I, I didn't know that he was the whole movie. It's like pretty much Joaquin Phoenix is the whole movie. Yeah. Like you don't really follow anybody else. I like the 80s vibe. I dug that it was like. It like almost looks like a movie made in the eighties. Yeah, the way they made the movie. Um, so I I mostly liked it. I mean, I don't like. I feel like if this movie didn't have the Joker, if like I don't know what I don't about, know how much I would like it if it wasn't the Joker though. Well, they say it's like Taxi Driver. Yeah, like what's his name wanted to make Taxi Driver uh, Todd M- Phillips. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I'll. This is the way I can make. This it. is the way I can make it. And yeah, because I feel like if it's not Joker, and I don't know that eventually he'll get his ass beat by Batman in some alternate, like it's not, you don't see it in this movie, but like it will happen eventually. I don't know. Because like, otherwise it's just like this dude, I'm like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like he's got something wrong with him, but like he's clearly, he's clearly like becoming a murderer. <laughs> then, but yeah. it's weird because like he does these things. So he does these things. We're led to believe that he's mentally ill, and mm-hmm. then he like he justifies some of his actions. I feel well. I feel like the movie he doesn't do it because he doesn't really do much at all. He's just like a crazy person. Yeah, he's just going through his life. But the, I feel like the movie's something. trying to like justify some of his actions for things that we find out post fact, though. You know what I mean? Like what? So like he kills the three guys on the train. Mm -hmm. That happens pretty early in the movie. Yeah. And then we find out things that happen to him later on in the movie. Yeah. Like in his childhood. And I'm like, well, we found that stuff out after. Yeah. So that doesn't give him a pass for killing those three people. Well, I don't think there is a pass given to him ever. Yeah. I think it's just like he's this... This is more, it's more like why he is this way. I feel, feel like it's like, this is just why he is this way. Not that it's good. Yeah. It's just he is this then, way. I mean, I could see interpretation of saying like, they're trying just. Like, they're trying to get me to feel bad for him. And I'm like, and I refuse to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, he, he's just a jerk. That's the thing. It's what the movie's trying to do. And we're like, I don't see it that way because I'm not looking at it from that perspective but I can see how someone would see it that way and they're like yeah. oh, we're supposed to root for these guys everybody's killing because we think it's a seems, prick too we hate yeah, and I'm like I, I don't care like, like he shouldn't the, be killing these people I feel like part of the movie is trying to be like this could be anyone and I'm like I don't think so yeah. like they're trying to show him as a hero for people yeah, yeah but I feel like 
the movie is kind of doing that, but he's not really a part of that. Yeah. That's what I found kind of interesting is that it's like, oh, he's, he's, he's the guy. This, he's a hero. He's, he's a, a symbol, symbol of this, but, but he's he has not no part of it. That's why mm-hmm. I kind of like it because he just happened to kill. Oh, he kills these rich people. He's and going he's after these rich them. people. Yeah. No, he just like it was coincidental and he's this, just this crazy person who he's only going out for either the attention or what it makes him feel whatever. Yeah. But like the movie, the world in that movie sees him as this hero because he's, they think he's doing it in this certain way, but he's just a legit, like, he's the Joker. He's crazy. He's, yeah. But then, if it wasn't framed in the context of a Joker, do you think this movie should be made? That's the thing. It's hard to separate the two. Because I think it's a way different movie. Like, if they if were like... If it's not the Joker, it's a different... If it's, I think it's a way different movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, is I mean, I feel like it would be extremely irresponsible to make the movie if it wasn't a Joker movie. Yeah. Because I do feel... That gives it enough of the yeah, but he's the Joker, so eventually he'll be. But I don't think people think of that. I don't think people when they see that movie at the end, they're like, "Yeah, oh, don't worry." In ten years' time, he'll get his ass beat. But oh well, we don't know if it's him that's getting his beat. That's true. This could be. We assume it's like it could be like any person in that crowd. True. Very true. Um, yeah, I don't know how other people see the movie. That's why it's hard for me to separate it because I know about the Joker and the and all that but i feel like the movie's trying not to be steeped in that world too much it's really not like i thought even like it was weird that all the wayne stuff i felt like that i was, felt like that was it was almost unnecessary included it. it probably shouldn't do any wayne stuff um it was kind of like why is that even thrown it just it because felt it's very the much Joker. like gotham where we are promised it was going to be a show about like a crime procedural that happens to be in gotham yeah we weren't going to get too many baddies like yeah comic like rogues gallery stuff exactly we weren't gonna get batman and then like episode one it's like here's bruce wayne and you're like yeah no it's not what i came here for exactly so like they they didn't fully commit to in that aspect mostly they did but then that aspect of it i'm like they probably didn't actually need this wayne stuff like why does there have to be some kind of connection i did like the i kind of like the parallel of it i guess in in but contextualize in my our whole history of this already like i already know too much like it's hard to separate it from that you know what i mean like if it was its own standalone thing that i didn't have all this history with i'm like i see this all the time over and over in different iterations mm-hmm. and now we're seeing it again in this movie i'm just like you don't need that again yeah but it's uh, like the, but like, like on its power. own you, I, you may think differently if if like you had 1989's say you just had 1989 batman and then there was nothing Batman existed until this Joker movie. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. There's like a parallel there, mm-hmm. in a way. But then it's like, no, we've had so much content since then, so it's like, I thought all the Wayne stuff was like... Eh. It's weird because it wasn't really a fresh take on it. No, not really, because it's been done. They like shoehorn it in to the story. Yeah. And I thought that was super weird. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of weird too. And also, how much is Thomas Wayne going to the theater? <laughs> Seriously. He's like constantly going <laughs> to the theater. That's all he does, man. The theater goer. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought Joaquin Phoenix, like, that was just. I, like, watching him, I always I feel bad for him because I'm like, I feel like he got too into this character at some point. Yeah. Like, I'm like, he's, a, he's just a creepy guy to watch in general. Like, Which I think do, he said he he's does not going to. Oh, I think maybe it was Christian Bale said he wasn't going to lose weight anymore. Yeah. Or gain weight. Yeah, and that, that, his body, man. The same thing because when he's, tr- when much, he's shirtless man. and like dancing around, it's like really creepy. It's too much. 
Um, what do you rate it? I probably give it a seven out of eight. Okay, I'll give it a six out of eight. I feel like they should have. I don't know. I know it's not supposed to be on the director, but I feel like it's a. To me, it's shocking that like someone hasn't been killed after this movie. Because I feel like someone could easily watch this movie yeah. and misconstrue the story. Yeah, I just don't... Yeah, it's hard for me to think how other people would see it. Because I would say that, but then it just seems like... Yeah, it's just, it's just how you're watching something. I don't know. Because I did find it pretty... I think some of it was like pretty like, whoa, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, there were... Yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like, this... Yeah, it it was it was very different than any of the other, like I guess genre movie, any comic book movie. It was just like so different, and I was like, if they apply this in different ways, I, w- I would like to see more of this type of thing. Not like necessarily like villain or necessarily like murdering person or whatever, but like find some way to like. I feel like it's such a unique character too that like even another character I can't see doing. Like Todd Phillips talking about, I want to do a different origin for a different character. You're like but, who, Killer Croc? But like, like, literally, who could you pick that it'd be like, yeah, and that makes sense. Like even like a Two Face, I'm like, it would just be weird to have like a Mr. Freeze, a lawyer, do Mr. Freeze. That's the it, one it, it I'm all, gonna do. Todd Phillips better not. Touch yeah, Mr. there's just Freeze. something about the Joker that's so different than any other character. It's because there's no definitive origin and there's no yeah, there's no like, anything. But we we don't have a name. We don't have anything. Yeah, so it's a uh, very very unique in that aspect, but. Yeah, I, I just movie makes me think a lot. It's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. A weird movie in general. Moving on, I watched this movie called Echo in the Canyon, and it's about the music scene in the sixties, seventies in Laurel Canyon, and it's like where all these people came up, and it was like the birds were there, and the Beach Boys ended up going there, and the Mamas and the Papas, and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and everyone. Um, and they all talked about their music, like living there and the music and everything. It was really interesting insight. I'm a big fan of music documentaries, so this one checked a lot of boxes for me. Directed by Jacob Dylan, who's Bob Dylan's son. And then they ended up doing with Capitol Records ended up doing a record for like the anniversary of one of these albums, and they all did cover songs. Those like him, Beck, Regina Spector, Cat Power, and a bunch of other people. Really cool. So it's him going around interviewing people like David Crosby and Stephen Stills and um, Brian Wilson and Tom Petty. Ton of people. Really interesting. I give it like eight out of eight. This is like. In terms of a music documentary, pretty awesome. Uh, and then I watched Mike Birbiglia, the new one. This one caught me by surprise for some reason, because I always was I was looking forward to it for such a long time. I wanted to go to New York to go see it on Broadway, mm-hmm. and then it was in L.A. and then I didn't watch it. And then it was the day before Christmas, and The Irishman was out, and I was like, I'm going to watch The Irishman, and I start watching it. You get forty minutes into it, three and, and a half hours, man. Yeah, it's so and I'm long. Like, I pause it and I'm like, oh, cool. I still have like two and a half hours or two over two hours. <laughs> yeah, two I'm watching that thing in, in chunks. Chunks. Because, yeah. man, I can't watch that. It's hard. It's a hard three and a half hour watch. In they, 
should have released it. It's like, like a mini series. Yeah. It's so easy to chop up too. It is. And I think that's it is the tragedy of it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I wish this was chopped up for me instead of me just Especially stopping every it's so often. So much information, and it's so like it's just like constantly getting introduced to new characters, and you're like, yeah, I like I can't keep all this straight in my head. Pretty much. And I'm like, wait, and then there's the time story? time jumps. Yeah, there's like time jumps like, all over the place. Okay, he, Robert Dyer is slightly younger. Oh, the CGI here is like yeah. slightly younger. But he'd still look, I still can't, I'm not good at judging his age. I'm like, how old is he here compared to like, here? Because he's Joe young. Pesci looks so old now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and I was like, did they're, they're they put makeup on him to look older? And I looked up a picture and he's like, nope, he was retired from acting. Yeah. But he then there's like the super wants. old version of them. But then they do the flashback, but they're still old, but not quite as old as they are as at this are point. Now, and and then, then they're even younger, but like, and I don't younger, know how young they are. Sometimes some of the actors in those scenes are young too. Yeah. Where it's like Bobby Cannavale is just his normal age, <laughs> yeah. But like it's young Joe Pesci and young Robert De Niro with him, and you're like, yeah. so yeah. So that movie uh. came out, and then I was like, oh shoot! Like the new one came out today. So I woke up early one morning and I watched that, and um, so all all of um, Mike Birbiglia's specials like are about like major life events. So it's like about getting one of them's about like um getting married and one of them's about this like horrible accident that happened to him where he found out he, he had this um problem another one was about him getting cancer or a tumor he found out he had a, a certain tumor a malignant tumor and then got it removed and then this one's about having a child and so it's really interesting to see it change and it's just so honest, but I feel like it's not very offensive. Like, like I don't know. It's a very like wholesome mm-hmm. comedy, but also very like honest. So, yeah, I really like this one. And talks about how he, like, some of the points that he has about having a child. I feel like are things that I only know because of like being so close to my niece and nephew. But it's like I can see how someone would feel like that. It was very interesting. So I really recommend watching it. Give this one 7 out of 8. Watched Noel, I believe. As did I, yes. Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader, Mm -hmm. Billy Eichner. um, Someone else. Ant was also some, or Elf Polly was someone else too, Mm -hmm. but. Um. Yeah, what do you think about this movie? I, okay, first I this was, movie was getting really bad reviews for yeah, some reason. Yeah. So I didn't want to watch it for a long time, and I think my fa- me and my family ended up watching it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, me too. Because we were yeah. looking for like a holiday movie to watch. Mm-hmm. First of all, Snowball the Reindeer. Mm-hmm. What's Disney Plus doing with these cute characters? I don't know. That I'm like, sell me the merch. <laughs> They're trying to sell you the merch. That's what they're doing. This little like white reindeer is so cute. Um, so it's the story of Santa's family, mm-hmm. the Kringles, and it's Nick, who's later played by Paul or Bill Hader. Yeah, it shows and, them as children first, and then Noel, who's um, Anna Kendrick, 
And for some reason, Santa Claus is a big Mickey Mouse fan because he has like oh a yeah Mickey yeah. Mouse I was like, is this a hidden Mickey? Because that's not very. No, there's one over the fireplace that I'm yeah. like, oh, hidden Mickey. Well, there's one. And then on they the, show one on the, the floor, tile. Yeah, on the tiles. And I'm like, I was like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't either. That was weird. Um, it's like be be more subtle, Disney. What are you doing? So it's almost like, um, what was that movie with Jim Carrey where he like lives in that dome? Ed TV was no. Oh, Truman Show. Truman Show meets mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. <laughs> Is that accurate? I guess so. Where it's like no one ever leaves the North Pole except for Santa. Mm-hmm. I and thought it was kind of like Elf too, and like because Buddy doesn't, elf, yeah, no, he doesn't know the outside world. It's either. Elf, Truman Show, the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Santa dies six months before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nick has to be the new Santa Claus. And he's clearly not good at it. Yeah. Noel convinces him to go on vacation for a weekend. He goes to Phoenix. He doesn't come back. Billy Eichner's character, who's like a near, a geek, mm-hmm. a tech geek, gets appointed to be the next Santa because he's supposed to. It's like the next male Kringle. Mm-hmm. But we get Chekhov's gun early on, which is like that's not what the rules say. Yeah. Is what. The, elf Polly says that the, the old elf, mm-hmm. and you're like, I know what's gonna happen. But we're also adults watching a children's movie, <laughs> very much so. Um, and then so she tries to go back to go to Phoenix to find her brother to get him back to come to save Christmas, only to realize that the Christmas spirit lives in her, <laughs> of course, the whole time. Um, yeah, I feel like as a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different... This is the I third agree. new Christmas movie I've watched this year. Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. Instant classic, I would say. I think... That, yeah. I think there's a different scale when you're just going, oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's like, I know what I'm getting out of this. I like this. this I is would fun. make it comparable to The Christmas Chronicle. Mm-hmm. And like Santa Claus. Even Elf. I personally think yeah. Elf is like... Like, I have my sister... Huge elf fan. Yeah. My coworkers, huge elf fans. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like oh, don't, instant don't, classic. Don't blaspheme no, saying, elf, man. I I'm love elf. Saying, I yeah, love but elf. like people put it up on the pedestal of like the Santa Claus. I, I like elf a lot. I may be one of those people that, that loved elf. I don't think it's like. <laughs> I love elf a like, lot. Like, I feel like there's like layers of Christmas movies. Like, don't put it up there with a Christmas story. Elf know, isn't one of those movies that I would be like, oh, just, cool, TBS is running an Elf <laughs> marathon. You know I've what just I mean? Seen, I, I just love Elf so much. I don't know. It's hard for me to be impartial. Elf is like the hocus movie. pocus of Christmas movies. It's like a newer classic. Yeah, it's definitely a newer classic. But I'm like, I think it needs a little bit more. It may I mean, need it's some not more even time, that yeah. new. No, it's not. <laughs> but, but like, it may hold more weight 20 years from now or something. Exactly. When like... Had some seasoning, but this is very much like the jingle all the way. Yes, yes, yes. Which was also panned at the time, also. So I think it's like one of those where it's like it's a Christmas movie. All this crazy stuff happens, and then people hate it. But like, it's like Christ- what do you expect from it? It's a Christmas movie. Like you're not getting a le- you're not getting this crazy movie. And and there are movies that can be like that, but there's not a lot of like Christmas movies that I can think of that are like. 
and that is like a great movie like unbelievable miracle on 34th street or something yeah they're like what a wonderful life they're like those are what i want out of christmas movies for some reason these people are saying that yeah and i'm like sometimes you're gonna get a jingle all the way exactly it's not a jingle all the way too Oh no! Yeah, exactly. At least it's not the straight to DVD. Like there, there are worse, way worse ones out there. Okay, I'd put Elf because I feel like I need to defend myself from that comment. Okay, below Christmas Vacation. One day it will reach Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Okay. Just needs a little bit more time. All right. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll I, watch I, it every I prefer, year. Yeah, I'm not a big Vacation fan personally, but oh, that's, that's, a, that's a weird quirk to me. Even Vegas Vacation. I don't know if I've seen that thing in its entirety. It's probably because I haven't seen Christmas Vacation. I've seen Christmas Vacation, but not like... You also like, have never seen that I didn't thing watch it did. when I was a kid. Well, it's so, not a kid's movie, that's why. I know. But, like, I never watched it. I don't think I watched it till a couple of years ago. That's Christmas crazy. Vacation, so... I don't know. That's probably part of it. But all the movies when I was a kid, I, was, I always like more. Jingle all the way. Yeah. But, like, like, yeah, like, Santa Claus compared to, like, Santa Claus 2 and 3. I feel like one is better. Yeah. Then two and three gets kind of goofy. But like, it's still like, I, I would put Noel above like Santa Claus two and three. Of course. Because it's like, it's just better. I would put, it's just, yeah, yeah it's just a better movie. It's uh, more straightforward. I think what happens is they get too wonky into their own mythology, mythology. or whatever. And they, they, they never what happens really, in two. He has to get married. He has to get married. Yeah. And three, his brother is Martin short. Martin Short's like Jack Frost and, he like he says he doesn't want to be Santa, and then Martin Short becomes Santa. Yeah, it's like a weird and steals thing. away from him, and then steals the North Pole. Yeah, and people forget about Santa Claus. And well, he's the new Santa, Jack Frost, but he like corporatizes. Yeah, Santa. it's a it's yeah, it's not that clever <laughs> an idea. It's very much like Billy Eichner's character. Yeah, 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 very similar to that. Yeah. But you get the wholesomeness of this movie. Yeah, I don't know, there's like no, I I agree. I I like this movie a lot. I thought it was well done for what they were going for. Yeah, like. I don't know what you would. Yeah, it's just people. People in these, they like there's no grading on that scale. No one's like this is a Christmas movie, so I, they treat every movie as a movie. Yeah. So that's always. like... I think it's because maybe they released it too early. I think if Noel wasn't a launch title and yeah, maybe if it came out Thanksgiving. December, yeah. I think it would. We would be looking at it differently. Yeah, because that's why I didn't think I wanted to watch it either. Was because the reviews, and then my dad's like, "Oh, this is on here. We'll just put it on." I was like, "Yeah, this is fun." Yeah. Yeah, because I, I like a lot of those people too. I'm like, I like Bill Hader, I like Anna Kendrick, I like Billy Eichner. Let's go on this ride, and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. This is kind of cool. Uh, you should watch this movie, Holiday in the Wild. My parents watched this; it is really nice. Uh-huh. Rob Lowe. Is oh, it? I think my I think my dad watched this one. Their mom watched this one. But I don't know if it's a Christmas. It says Holiday, and in- oh, it is an American Christmas romantic comedy. Yeah, I think they did watch this. Poachers. Check some box for me. <laughs> There's poachers in this one. You think they're animatronic or real? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, let's go back to Noel, and then we'll talk yes. about poacher, animatronic poachers. But, um, yeah, I dug this movie. I don't see... Yeah, I agree. What do you give it? Uh, I'll give it 7 out of 8. Yeah, same here. I, I dug it. I thought, I thought it was... Um... I knew what I was getting at. Like, even knowing the reviews, it didn't and really color my opinion of it. I was kind of like, this they is didn't, fine. They didn't, like, try to force-feed us any, like, BS songs. 
Yeah. Or anything. Which Anna Kendrick sings, so I'm like, oh, they're gonna, she's going to sing a song at some point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, they didn't really do that. I'm surprised they didn't include any Christmas carols, so. though. Yeah, well, it's a little surprising, yeah. But, like, the ending uh, was, like, really nice. Yeah. I was thinking, like, she, I don't know, it's a... I'm like Solid, a, I'm a I'm sucker a, too for fish out of water when you just like she doesn't know anything. Like, she doesn't know anything. I find and that then, funny. I find that comedy in funny. the process. It's hot of here. Trying it's cool. to save her family, save Christmas. She learns about Christmas herself. Yes. So very touching. Uh, another movie that I saw. Last movie I saw. Parasite. Ah, how was this? I'm been meaning to watch this. I think it's like about two hours and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. It. Like everyone talks about the the shift in the movie. Yes. I was getting so much anxiety. <laughs> when it's gonna come. Because you like feel it. Oh you do. Like when you're watching it, you're Don't like, tell me how long into it it happens. Yeah, but you feel it and I was like In a good bad way or good way or like weird remember way? in um, Or you're like you're remember right? the show You? Yes. Where there's that episode <laughs> where he's like in the house. Yeah. And yeah, same thing happened then, where it's like, I just had to stop the episode, because I was oh, like, yeah, this yeah. is getting too tense for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Oh, okay. Well, oh, man. Where you're like... But then it... Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's this like movie a thriller, man. That's what Insanity. You, thrillers. I was like... It was mind-blowing. <laughs> this was quite the experience man all those all those words that pop up in that trailer are really accurate i guess sold it <laughs> and this movie i was like holy crap when are we gonna get because this is the guy who directed oktra mm-hmm. snowpiercer which i never saw snowpiercer snowpiercer is really good it's a lot I of really it seems like to that. have to do with like class and like that's what this movie is about Oh, okay. It's about, like, different classes and stuff. It's very interesting. Yeah. I'm curious to see your views on it. I give it 8 out of 8. Yeah. It was just... I, I definitely want to watch it. I, I think I'll like it a lot. Yeah. Because it's just like, yeah. Like, you, sometimes you watch movies and you're like, what am I? Like, you're just off balance by it. Yeah. You're just like, what? Wait, wait, what? Like, you watch a trailer for it and you can't, it tells you nothing and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, and that's what this movie did. Because then I was like, because I knew there was a big twist, and I was like, is it going to be, like, supernatural? Is it going to go, like, bonkers? Like, how crazy is this Mm -hmm. movie going to go? Because, like, the whole process in itself, or the whole, like, movie in itself is, like, kind of strange, and I'm like, how realistic is this? Because a family, like, lives in, like, this basement thing. And, like, yeah, I I just wasn't sure how grounded in reality this movie was. And then you're like, you see it building and building and building. It's kind of like a house of cards, not the show, but like a yeah. literal house of cards where you're like, you see it building and getting higher and you feel the wind like on the back of your neck and you're like, oh, this thing's going to fall mm-hmm. down. Interesting. So, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, let's talk about some TV shows. Let's first let's talk about the Imagineering story. Did you watch both yes. episodes? Have you watched? The I'm only episode? like one and a half, one episode and a half. An episode. Okay, so I'm at Disney World. I'm like, they're talking yeah. about building Epcot and stuff. Walt's dead. 
Walt Walt died. Yeah. <laughs> he died in the first episode. <laughs> so they're talking about uh like Walt Disney World basically is the yeah. start construction of that. And then stuff. Tokyo soon after, right? I don't think I got quite there yet. Yeah, I think that's the same episode. I don't. Yeah, I'm not quite there in the episode yet. Then I guess. Oh wait, no. Because they were talking about the haunted mansions like at the beginning of the episode. I think. Yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool. With like the lady, her real name was Leota, which I didn't know. That. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Sorry. How far are you into it? I finished. All of them? I'm caught up. All yeah, four of them. Four of them. Because in one of the episodes, I think it was the fourth episode. Yeah. They talk about Animal Kingdom mm. and California Adventure. And in Animal Kingdom, he's like, yeah, we wanted no animatronics <laughs> on this tour. And yeah. it was the tour that we, the safari we went on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that means there's <laughs> Where's no. Where's the poachers? <laughs> yeah. They're like, we wanted just animals, no theatrics to amaze our Did guests. Did they talk about how there were poachers? And then we're like, we probably should do poachers. <laughs> no, that was the one thing that they didn't talk about. Because their whole slant was like education and entertainment yeah so. we're trading this world we're real until we build the avatar world <laughs> for some reason yeah it's like that's the one place that's that doesn't really fit where, in that park yeah we're like oh it's real they but then avatar hollywood studios here. but hollywood studios i guess has a lot of stuff has galaxy's edge yeah I, I think they're just like close enough i guess that like that's the weird thing that that least fits that park i guess in my opinion like what's what's a more mismatch in the parks? No, because I feel like that's pretty mismatch. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, it's a reason to go to that. It's a big reason to go to that park. I feel like though, still. Yeah, it sold tickets. Yeah, for sure. And it was interesting because I guess like two animals, they talk about it, like two animals died mm-hmm. like when they're working on the park, and then like Jane Goodall is like, you know, there's like different types of zoos and she like defended it. Yeah. And that's the weird thing is like when I'm watching this, I'm like I'm like, oh, they gave a positive light to Michael Eisner. Mm-hmm. And then like later they're like, Michael Eisner is a horrible person. And you're like, there we go. <laughs> there's the real. Yeah. So it's like and it's like the shift from episode three to four, because like three was like the rise of Michael Eisner. Mm-hmm. Four was like the downfall of Michael Eisner. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man. Because we talked about it before episode three came out. Then episode three comes out, and I'm like, oh, they're making this guy look like a hero. <laughs> Not knowing that all the stuff he did when I was a kid, was, I only saw the bad parts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. And a lot of the bad stuff he did was to the parks. And all, a lot of my Disney context is park. I mean, I'm a fan of the whole company, but my heart, I think, is Disneyland. Like, mm-hmm. I love the Disney park so much. So that's why, like, this show's super up my alley. But yeah. That's why I'm curious if, like, a day, one day at Disney, I'm sure they're not going to cover parks that much because there's yeah, this whole show. Yeah, because of this one. Yeah, that's true. But, like, somebody who works at the park, I feel that's a little different. Yeah. Like, but it's, like, some of that stuff you're, like... Do you think you're going to get an honest opinion out of those? Like, cause no, <laughs> us living here, we we know a lot of people that like we've met a lot of people that work at the park. Yeah, and none of them have like, well, not none of them. Very few of them have positive things to say of their experience. It's true. 
They call it Malschwitz for a reason. But I like to watch the fun, fun the Disney colored version of it. Yeah. Look, it's every day since he's at Disney World. Yeah, what a dream. <laughs> That's amazing. But then sometimes you do come across those people. Yeah. Like, they talk about it in the first episode where someone's like, why would you want that? Like, people who work at carnivals are mean and stuff like yeah. that. And he's like, not my <laughs> park. And I was like, and it reminded me of this experience I had at the OC Fair. Because I go to Disneyland all the time, and I will talk to cast members. So then, because they say where they're from, and I'll talk to them and be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's interesting, blah, blah, blah. Then when you go to the OC Fair, it says where they're from, and they're all <laughs> Russian. And I'm like, what's it like being in America? And one person's like, don't talk to me. <laughs> and I was like... This is the OC Fair, not some kind of Disneyland. (laughs) And then they proceeded to serve me food, and I was like, oh, shoot, I don't even want to eat this food anymore. And I just (laughs) didn't think about how Disneyland is like, you're getting paid to be positive and chipper. Yeah. And OC Fair is like, these Russian slaves. (laughs) Card them in to work at the fair. Rolling up in here a couple months. America. Well, because I assume they just trek them from county fair to um, county fair. Maybe. And they're like, you want to spend your summer in America? And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, serve, like, fry these <laughs> things and serve them to Americans who want to eat fried Snicker bars oh, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. That person was so rude. It was unbelievable. That's nuts. I was just trying to ask him a nice question. Nobody wants to talk they about. They don't want to talk about not being. I, I in try the- not to remember. Yeah, I'm like, ugh. It's like Russians are dickheads, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is just like the eighties taught me. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> it's all true. Um, Mandalorian. Ooh. Uh, two episodes: The Sin and what is uh, the fourth? What is the fourth one called? It's like uh, Heritage, not Heritage. Um. Whoa. It's like a uh, shelter or I'm sure if I look it up it'd probably be faster. Probably. I do not. Um Whatchamacallit? Oh. Yeah, that's what someone says right here on Forbes. Star Wars fans aren't arguing about the Mandalorian, and it's weird. Uh, Sanctuary. Sanctuary, yes. Oh, the Sin and Sanctuary. The Sin. Freaking awesome. Episode. Oh, yeah. A lot of action. Yeah. Action-packed at the end, especially. Is it weird to you when you see the concept artwork and it's not... Because, like, the concept artwork mm-hmm. had, like, those battle droids. Yeah. And in reality, it was the bounty hunters. It was very much like a. John well, they had Wick. a battle droid in it in the flashback. Yeah, in the flashback, but in mm. the concept artwork, it was the bounty hunters oh, I versus. I, I guess I missed that. Because I was, I like which, looking at it now. That that uh concept art's amazing. Like it I'm gives glad you they... a reason to watch the credits. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty incredible. I'm yeah. like, oh, of course you you put that on the wall. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's it's incredible. Yeah, exactly. It was like such a. It must have been such a easy pitch 
The weird thing, every time I watch The Mandalorian, though, I think about it, is when they were redoing Star Tours mm-hmm. um, before The Force Awakens came out. They redid, they reshot some stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you would be in the pod race and stuff, I think. It was, it was when that happened. Well, it was when it was all rumored for that re-renovation. There was footage in Hollywood that was like spy footage of Boba Fett flying in a jetpack, and mm. it was rumored that that was the live-action Star Wars show that Lucasfilm oh. was going to do. Yeah, and every time I see that, or every time I see the Mandalorian, I think about that footage and being like, "How long has this been rumored?" Where yeah, it's not so far from the reality because they were going to do the Underworld show, which was probably what that also yeah. was was like bounty hunters and all that and that's, and pretty, we never that's kind of what this you show never is get Boba Fett. you see boba fett in the slave one in the star tours renovation yeah. you don't see him any outside of that mm-hmm. so i was like huh i wonder if this is something that when john favreau went because he seems to be picking up the pieces like the yeah, that's what they stuff. seem to be doing with a lot of the Star Wars, is they're trying to take kernels from George Lucas or kernels of ideas that already existed. Like, I think Rogue One was an idea before yeah. that, and they just picked up on it and were like, oh, this seems like a good idea. They're picking up all these pieces, even from, like, Legends can. They're like, pick up mm-hmm. these guys, put them here. Yeah. Even, like, Thrawn and stuff, they're like, put them in this, in Rebels, and then maybe move them in here. In a book. And- yeah, so they're all, like, they're they're taking a lot of the remnants. Yeah. And even, like, old Ralph McQuarrie drawings, even, like, the mm-hmm. throne room is yeah is is based on that and all that. So they got all this concept art, and they're just like, eh, pull this here, here, and we'll rework it into. So I, I, that's really cool, because there's, like, taking, because it's hard to create that. It's hard to create a lot of that stuff out of, the, out of your head without going off of something. And there's a lot of content to go off of that they, that's already exists. So why not try to repurpose it if you can? So that's. The the like the people who are Star Wars historians on all that stuff is like crazy to me that they they go through all that stuff mm-hmm. to like get everything like this feels Star Wars because it was a kernel of what Star Wars was and it's just brought brought it back and all that like they always repurpose sh- new ships and droids and stuff from Based older off of old stuff yeah. yeah there were, I read this article <clears throat> saying that uh, Disney Plus needed uh, needs someone. So, like, you know how Turner Classic Movies has, like, Ben Mankiewicz. Mm. And he'll, when you watch a movie on Turner Classic Movies, he's the one who introduces the movies. Mm-hmm. And they were saying Leonard Maltin, because he is a Disney historian, mm-hmm. and he's a film historian. Do you think they should do something like that? Like, what would they do? Like, when you're watching Introduce an old... Something? When you go and watch something old on Disney, it would be him talking about it briefly. Or you have, like, an I think as a feature... Yeah, I don't think necessarily, but like as an he, extra, because they have a lot of extra. Apparently, he did that on some of the Disney Treasure um, DVDs. Oh yeah, yeah, they hired him to. Oh, do it. that's interesting. So the case was that, and I was like, no, the case should be Drew Patel <laughs> on Disney Plus, but I don't think anyone would listen to me if I was like, yeah, they this movie at the time <laughs> wasn't. It's like you weren't even out there at the time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Because, like, um, I was watching this thing on Song of the South. Mm-hmm. You know, that movie was re-released in, like, the 80s and didn't perform poorly? I feel like Disney re-released. They re-released Song of the South, like, four times and it never performed poorly. That's crazy. And then after the fourth time... Yep. Yeah, when did it get people controversial? Were like, <laughs> people were like, you know, like, this is racist and sexist. Yeah. 
But even then, they re-released when they re-released it. It was primarily focused on the cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. What they added it or something? Nope. The uh, promotional material. Oh, okay. yeah. But yeah, so the Mandalorian. Um, yes. Really great. Yeah, I'm loving the Mandalorian. I think it's like yeah. Do you do? Was there a part of you that thought that he was like going to turn in the baby and be like next job? Oh, possibly, yeah. Because up to that point, fear. Up to that point, every time, every episode, I'm like, this is the last one we're going to see. Yeah. Up to that point, you're like, we don't know 100 percent how this guy feels or how he operates. Now we know. Now we know pretty much. He loves that kid. Three, yeah. Three is a turning point because you're like, okay, now what are you going to do with the kid? Now we know what's up because you change. You fundamentally change your whole life. So you're going against guild <laughs> rules. Everything changed. So that's yeah. uh, that's cool. And I like that. Like, I I, I like the I, I like how everything's slowly being revealed. Like some yeah. people want the whole story up front, but like, I think if the, the this kind of show is like it's kind of it's weird because at the same time it's like it's made for binge format because you would get the whole story, but it's also like week to week, everyone gets to it's talk about it. So it's like unbelievable. I forgot this Friday. Yeah. And I, I, this me. is the first time I watched it like at midnight. <laughs> someone texted me and they're like, "New Mandalorian today, right?" And I'm like, "I forgot." Oh, like six thirty. I was like, "Oh shoot!" Gotta I was like, it. "Okay, let me go watch it." Um, but yes, episode three, directed by Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. who is in charge of the Obi Wan episode. And people are saying That's like, cool. Disney saw this episode once she filmed it, mm-hmm. and we're like, "You get the show, probably." But yeah. I don't agree because I think episode four. Mm-hmm is what I would expect for That's more in the line theming with Obi- of Obi-Wan. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, too. I, I'm pretty sure, like, an Obi-Wan, like, it, is she directing all the episodes of Obi-Wan? Cause I think, She's the John Favreau of... But I'm feeling like those shows may be more like movies in the way of, like, the Falcon and Winter Soldiers. Split a split mo- up in, into, like, Yeah, like, I'm, maybe episodes. I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm just assuming because they had the Obi-Wan ideas for so long. And it was a movie. Yeah. So I'm curious if, like, they have the same director because the like the Marvel shows they're doing the same director for all of them too, not just showrunner, but the same director. So I wonder if Obi Wan's doing the same thing. Or... Yeah, she's the sole director. for Yeah, so Obi-Wan she's it's going to be like the Marvel shows, I assume. In in that they'll have one director, whereas this is every director's different, which makes a lot of sense for this show because every episode's so different that you can have a different director because. Oh, it's... she's the director of two <clears throat> episodes. Oh, she has a later so one too. She's probably gonna have another one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, but this show, like, really is like week to week, different. It's a continuation. Oh, she directs the seventh episode. Dave Filoni is directing the next episode. Oh, okay. Written and directed by Dave Filoni, which is crazy because then the next one is also directed by Rick Famuyiwa. Oh, who did the second one? And story by Christopher Yost. So, like, the next two episodes are the first two episodes not written by John Favreau. Oh. And then the last two episodes are written by John Favreau again. Interesting. Oh, and Taika does the last one. Taika does the last one. So that's a birthday present to you, oh, Mike. Sweet. Thank you, Taika. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Did they? They didn't announce any directors for season two, except John Favreau said he's going to do, do one. one episode. Yeah, I'd be shocked to not <clears throat> see any of these people come back. I'm yeah. sure Dave Filoni's going to direct an episode. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, definitely. 
People are saying that this show is more in demand than it's the highest in demand streaming show. More in demand than Stranger Things. That's surprising because that's do so think, fast. Do that's... you think the people are pointing that it's the weekly episode format? Because mm-hmm. this that happens because it's a weekly show. That is true. Every week we all talk about we all that is true. text everyone. No, they're they're hitting it out of the park, it. at least like this one show. They're definitely hitting it out of the park. That no, the model no love for Jeff World the Corner Jeff. <laughs> I've been watching that show. I've been keeping up with that too, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't hear anyone talk about anything else. No. Like literally at this level. No. Like this High is- School Musical is not getting <laughs> talked about it like this. Yeah. Encore is not getting talked about like this. Yeah. So um at least that's this seems to be paying off for him so far because we're all still in the Mandalorian. We haven't stopped talking about the Mandalorian where we might have stopped if it was we had it all. People are getting baby Yoda tattoos, man. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, this may be a, a a win for them, I would say. <laughs> uh they they know what they're doing, I feel like. And yeah. sometimes like people don't actually know what they like obviously if you could tell me I could have all of them. Give me all of them. Like every time it ends, I'm like, can I watch another one? It's like, no, you can't. It's like, oh, okay. So like and then people get to rewatch them. If they if, and they usually wouldn't do that, so Yeah, it seems to be working. Of course I'd want all of them, but for the conversation wise, it makes a lot more sense. Because, yeah, you wouldn't, like, the theory building is, like, there's so many theories to go off of that you wouldn't have really that discussion if you had it all. Or unless the, it's a cliffhanger until next season or whatever. But there's a lot of uh, theories I would have never heard about it unless it was this week-to-week type thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, because those theories would be gone. Yeah, so that's a big fun part of it. Yeah. Um, And then I finished The Man in the High Castle. This is the fourth season. Of the Amazon Prime show, the show about the Nazis winning the war, taking over America. Did they realize this is all fake? Um, is that what happens on season four? Not really. He wakes up from a dream and he's like, "Oh, wait. <laughs> that would be cool." <laughs> um, but yeah, the the I think the fourth season was the best season. I think it got it kind of got into the realm I wanted. It's kind of one of those slow moving shows, and it finally got into the realm of like alternate universes and they're hopping between worlds and stuff. You get to see like the. Uh, the, the regular world, like our world and whatever, and then the different characters, how they ended up in those different worlds. And you got a little, a lot more background on some of the characters, like, like the main, like American Nazi character guy. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. There's American Nazis. Oh, okay. Cause like the, what happens is like in the show is the Nazis take over, but they like, they just indoctrinate a bunch of Americans. Mm-hmm. So like Americans in the U S army, like, Turned some of them turned into Nazis. So the me- main guy leading the U.S. is like it's just the, like real life. Yeah. So the main guy leading the U.S. he was like in World War II and they lost. So he's like the head Nazi of America. So he's like the basically the president and like the controller of America. Mm-hmm. But he's a Nazi now. And um, then like you get to see his other life, like how he was in America, and he's just like kind of some normal dude. Speaking of um, Nazis in America, have you mm-hmm. heard of the show The Devil Next Door? No. What's that? It's about this guy who's like a mechanic mm-hmm. in Cleveland, like this old man. And they're like, holy crap, it's Ivan the Terrible from Auschwitz. Yeah. And he was like the death, one of the death cards or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like a miniseries on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think it's three in the third episode or the second episode. Mission Viejo, California. R- what? Flashes on the what? whole screen. What? Is Mission Viejo, California. Five minutes later, they go to a city in Virginia where all the important things happen. 
Yeah. And I'm like, they besmirched the name of my city. What happened? What? Okay, so he like comes out to Mission Viejo, meets a woman who's like, hey, do you get mail? <laughs> Are you? It's just coincidentally mail? Mission Viejo. Yeah. Do you get your mail? Are you checking your mail? And he's like, yeah, I get mail. And she's like, yeah, check your mail. And he's like, so I went home back to Ohio. Virginia. Yeah. Checks his mail, then goes to goes to Virginia and meets with this woman who's like happens to go to the Mac, this McDonald's where this government AG, agency is throwing trash away into their dumpster and she pulls out their dumpster and it turns out that he's like spoiler alert, I guess, on the history. But this guy's this not This is real. It's a true story. It's yeah. a it's a documentary series. Oh, okay. He's not Ivan the Terrible, but he's another Nazi guard at Auschwitz. Oh. And that's what these papers say, but they're the papers want to like try to like just get him in prison and then yeah, oh weird. But Mission Viejo's mentioned for like five seconds, and I'm like, why are they putting the whole screen literally Mission Viejo, California, <laughs> that's like weird. across the whole screen? Like you know when in Spider Man when or in uh, Civil War when it says like Brooklyn, yeah, that's what all the Russos do in their movies. It's yeah. like that, but yeah. Mission Viejo. <laughs> And I'm Wait, like, so she w- he went there for? He came to Mission Viejo, met this woman at a party. Why? Why? Why did he come here? I guess there was a gathering of immigrants from Europe, mm-hmm. and the immigrants from Europe felt that if the United States government is looking into these people this strongly, to like try to find out which one of them might have been Nazis. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're going to start looking into all of us, and it's just like the Holocaust all over again, so we need to make sure it doesn't happen. Jeez, yeah. Even if this guy is a Nazi. <laughs> Man. Because <laughs> some of these That's people so were weird. Nazis that, like, against their will. Yeah. So. That's But bonkers. yeah, it was this really weird thing. For, I was like, this is so unfair. <laughs> yeah, why are we getting grouped like, into this? They don't mention the Virginia city across the screen. <laughs> they don't do it with any other cities. <laughs> That's weird. But Mission Viejo, California. It's all people are going to remember. <laughs> yeah. They're harboring this guy. Yeah, and I'm like, they love Nazis in that city. But, um, yeah. Crazy. Man in High Castle. Yes. Four Seasons really good. Yeah, Four Seasons really good. But, like, it's, but it takes all the seasons to get to that point. So, like, unless you're really into it, it's not really worth the investment. It's kind of like the show, I would say, like, like, like The Americans. That's a really good show where like all the Russian a- there's Russian agents in uh in America on um was on FX. Mm-hmm. And and that show like it got be- like by the la- the last season was a really good season, but there was like a lot of investment going into it. It's kind of one of those shows where it's like there's no real end point that you can see in your mind. Mm-hmm. But once like they're forced to an end, they're really good at it, but like they're just forced into it because the show's ending. Yeah. That's kind of what this show was. It's like it's like the now that the mo- like it's a, it's a slow build, and they're like, okay, finally we got all this mo like we got this momentum. Now let's just take it home, and like it, the the end becomes the greatest because you're like, finally they they're getting moving. Where the other one, it's all plotting, and we're doing this and we're doing that. But uh, yeah, they 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 nailed it at the end. They seem like they knew where they wanted to go, but they're like just like, yeah, but we're just if we do that quick, then we can't do more show. So. So I thought it was really well done. It's, the ending's kind of if it's like ambiguous in a way. So it's kind of like you get no definitive, but like the certain characters you're following, you kind of get a closure. But it's kind of left vague on purpose, which is kind of a, 
annoying-ish, but like it's it's fine for that show. It was never going to end in a perfect way, but I really liked it. And apparently, like they, because they make all these swastikas. They like had a video of like they destroyed. Oh yeah, they all like, the burned them or something. They like burned all the swastikas that they made for the show. So I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. That's good. That's. Yeah, because they didn't want it to scene. go to someone else, right, or something like that. They didn't probably. Want to, it's yeah. like you just don't want those out there. Like, if, get rid of more of them. I mean, it's just bonkers seeing uh, the swastikas everywhere and just seeing like, oh my gosh, how close. If the oh man, it's just crazy to think about yeah. that world. Um, uh, and then I watched the new Harley Quinn cartoon yeah. in DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Very, very rated R. Like two rated R. Like, like it's very rated R. What, there was one thing I was watching and I was like, I don't like this. This is an abomination. Yeah. Was it? It's the one where she has like sex with Nightwing. Oh yeah, that was terrible. And I was like, this is that not was on, comfortable. Um, yeah, that was one of their movie. I'm like, what are they doing here? Yeah. That was where it was like in continuity almost of the Batman animated series yeah. and it was the same actors. I'm like, what are you guys doing? That was bonkers. Yeah. But this is it like that or no? Not real. Because this Harley Quinn is more of the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn, right? Like the well, style? Well, she starts out as like the regular Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a mix between, like, uh, I never saw the show, but like the Justice League action, you know, like that style. Or more like, I guess, Batman Brave and the Bold, kind of. Okay, yeah. Kind of like that. Where now it's like, you're talking my language. <laughs> it's like for kids, but then it's also mixed with like the animated series. It's like... It it's at same at the same time like more childish and more adult than than both those shows. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like it's like it's because it's like it's like comedy based, but it's like very crude and very violent, and they're cursing every two seconds. But it's also like childish in that there's like stupid jokes in there. But like uh, yeah, it's a very interesting show. I'm not sure who really the audience is for the show because it's like so weird. But it's kind of like there's a lot of like a lot of characters show up. It's like a lot of kind of like I, that happened in Batman Brave and the Bold, right? Like a bunch of different characters randomly show up and stuff in different episodes. I never really watched that show, but remember that Blue Beetle episode where <laughs> Blue Beetle shows up? Yeah. So I assume that happens sometimes. Yeah, it's like a a ton of villain. Like each episode's a different villain in each episode. Yeah, and different heroes. So I feel like there's gonna be a lot of characters in this one. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting, but it's very unnerving, like because it's so violent and so <laughs> they're cursing, and I'm just like, this is so weird because the animation style is like close-ish to like the animated series, but like different stylized. It's more cartoony, I guess. But it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting watch. Are you gonna keep watching? I don't know. I might. I might. I might just wait. Keep, keep going a little bit. Okay. I don't know. It's like it's kind of a weird. It's it's a weird weird show. I don't know because I don't know how I feel about like it. Be, that's what all the DC universe. It's too weird because it's like too much almost. Mm-hmm. Like Titans is like a show, and it's like so dark. I'm like this is almost this is not really what I want. <laughs> but so I'm not sure if this is what I want from this show. But uh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's um, it's it's very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you could easily I could see a parent putting this on for a child and not knowing. Yeah. And then being like... Like, what is going on? Yeah, what the hell? So, it's very, very bold choice by them. So, we'll see how... What it looks like in a few episodes. Um, I've watched... Or, I've been playing video games. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Haunted Mansion 3. Mm. 
How's that? It's really cool. Um, so it's a story mode. And then a story mode later allows you to play co-op. And in their commercials, they're like, oh, multiplayer with up to eight people. or like So eight people total. Mm-hmm. Uh, story mode, two people. Uh, which mm-hmm. is very disappointing when you have a niece and nephew yeah. watching you play story mode up until you get unlock co-op. Yeah. And then I find out that I'm not playing this game anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're you're the odd man out. (laughs) I'm the odd man out. So, but a lot of fun What's a co-op? Like, who are are Um, you and who are they? You're Luigi. First player is Luigi. Second player is Gooigi. And it's like, you have this green goo, and it Mm -hmm. makes like a Luigi out of the goo that like can go through fences and stuff, but can't touch water. Weird. And you're playing at the same time? Yeah, you're playing at the same time. Okay. Is so, it like a Sonic Tails type thing where Tails really can't do anything? <laughs> no, Gooigi can do like everything that Luigi does pretty much. Uh-huh. Except, um, later on, you get like the superpowered vacuum that Gooigi can't use. Gotcha. And Gooigi thought, can't go in water. I but always, I always thought that was weird in Sonic. Like you, you play as Tails, but Tails is like almost invincible and can fly yeah. and stuff. And you're like, so that's the cool thing. Gooigi, his health. Like, you have 99 as Luigi. Mm-hmm. Luigi has 25, but it can, like, if you get hurt, it'll go back to 25, and if you die, you can just respawn yourself. Oh. So it's, like, almost it, invincible. It, it, yeah, it feels like it is. A but diff- a lot of the puzzles require to you use both, both together. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier when you're playing co-op than single player. Like, some of the things that require you to do. Yeah. So... Yeah, really fun game though. I'm almost done with it. Cool. We've been playing it. For... Have you played the other? Are there other two? two? I haven't played any of the other two, but this is the first one on the Switch, so mm. thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Um, about 15 hours into it so far, and we have two more floors or one more. How are floors. you on the fallen, fallen, fallen order? order. I, it took a hit because <laughs> I put my Xbox downstairs, mm. and I haven't brought it back upstairs. But I unlocked this thing for my Droid finally. That allows me to open more boxes and mm. doors and stuff, so I can finally open those boxes and doors on other planets. Cool. Pretty stoked on that. I heard the lightsaber you can build, you can build the same one you can build at Galaxy's Edge. Is that true? There's parts on my lightsaber that I mod- like. To- <laughs> I was like, oh, this I have this on my real one. <laughs> yeah. Let me put it on. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe it. Oh, you could probably build your lightsaber in there. Um, I wonder. Kind of, but... Mm-hmm. Because all of the lightsabers are dual wield. Oh, they're all dual wield. Like okay. when you make it, it's dual. So I, didn't know I can't that was make. An option, right? So I can't have like the rancor horn. Yeah. Well, it, it starts out as like single blade. Yeah. And then the second one's dual blade. Mm. So. And then once it goes dual blade, you can't undual blade it. You can use it as a single blade. Yeah, but it's, but it's still gonna look it's still long. gonna have yeah. It's gonna have the second emitter at the bottom. So yeah. Which when they released that at Disney, <laughs> yeah, they're they working to on make it. mine into a second lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I want to be there. I'm shocked they haven't done yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked by that too. So, um, time for discussion. What do you want on Disney Plus? And this, this is new thing. New or what? Yeah, sure. Home Alone 1 through 3 well, just I, recently got added. Oh yeah, I watched Home Alone 2. No, home, no, literally Home Alone 2. Not even Home Alone 1. Lost in New York. Um, well, I want Mighty Ducks. Is, I don't think Mighty Ducks is on Disney+. Plus. I would like Mighty the Ducks. C- the series? No, the, like the, the, the movie. I don't think it's on there. 
and I would like it on there. So put it on there, Disney. What are you afraid of? You're making that series. Why not make a... They're probably going to put it on there when that comes out. I know. Stop your marketing and just put... Uh, Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3 are all on there. Oh, damn it. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Coming to Disney Plus July 1st, 2020. There we go. Put it on now. Sometime. And then January Uh, 1st, 2021. Jeez, so far out. New... Let's see. Because of the deals. What other new things would I want? I don't know what you... you Um, Disney's Mighty Ducks, the animated series, is on there, though. Oh. That's cool. Only one season, though. Does it only run for one season? Um, yeah, what do you want to see? I would kind of, like, you know how they're doing, like, the Mighty Ducks, and it's like, the kids of the Mighty Ducks, or mm-hmm. whatever. I would like to see them do that with Brink, or John. That would be really cool. Yes. Yes. Or both. I'll watch that now. Do a crossover. No, they should do, they should do another, uh, another Xenon movie in space. They did three of them. I didn't watch the should, last two. I didn't either. But like, they should do. They should reboot it. What's yeah. going on in the future, man? Give me some more technology. Some weird technology where they're in a space station. What year does that take place in? I don't know. Is it that far? I feel like it's not that far. In the, I feel like it was only like 10 years in front of... Let's see... But yeah, I would like sequels to the original <laughs> series movies. Like Smart House. Yes. Oh, it's actually based on a children's sci-fi series. 2049. Oh, 2049. It is pretty fun. The book is at least 2049. Actually, I want a prequel. Give me a Xenon prequel. Of her parents? Sure. Uh, Building that space station. Something. Whatever's happening in this year or whatever year they release it. Give Give me a Xenon prequel. That's what I want. Oh, wow. It was a failed pilot. It was a show? The movie's, I think, is a failed pilot. The movie was a pilot. Come on, no, not every. I watched it. I watched that. They made two more movies, though. Yeah. Ron Tomato score. Can you guess it? Uh, critic or audience? Uh, critic. Seven yeah. critics. <laughs> Seven critics probably gave it uh forty three percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There you go. Why? What do you mean? It's a failed pilot. 100%? Are these Disney critics? Tell Seven us your critics. honest opinion, or you could get fired. I mean, you could. But, like, just be honest. What's wrong with that movie? Just like a day at Disney. They're like, I'm a reviewer. <laughs> I love this yeah. movie. Like, I need that. Give me that paycheck. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Cool. So, yeah, I, I changed my mind. Xenon prequel. Xenon prequel. <laughs> Xenon prequel. Give me a spinoff on um, Protozoa. Yeah. Is, uh, he can go on tour. Yeah, like where else is he going on tour? Or Aunt Judy. Yeah, that part, I that uh, I watched that prequel too. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna live in space anymore. Yeah, like the going dynamic between her and her sister. Yeah. Uh, so many possibilities. Yeah, you're, really <laughs> you're screwing, the ball. screwing up Disney. Disney. <laughs> Where's all the announcement for these spinoffs? Next week, Star Wars series. You could tell we were watching a lot of Disney Plus. <laughs> Clearly. What Star Wars series do you want? We know uh, there's Obi Wan. We know, uh, uh, yeah. Pedro Pascal. Uh, Diego Luna. Cassian Andor. Yeah. With uh, Diego Luna and Alden Tudyk as K2SO. There's uh, that's so the much only more. two we know. Well, there's a rumored one for Mace Windu. Ooh. What do you do for that one? De age him, I guess, again. <laughs> you don't barely need to. <laughs> uh, and- that's true. 
But the only ones we know for sure are those two. What if you survived? Mandalorian season two. That's probably the next thing coming. What if you survived? Mandalorian season two. No, Mace Windu. No. Oh, what if you survived? <laughs> He's just like Darth Maul. I was also cut and I survived. The fall. I feel like that's too many people surviving. I mean, once Throws Darth Maul survives. Yeah. But like. Mace Windu, maybe he's a force ghost, though. He's, like, on top of a car, he like, could be a flying force ghost. through Let's just see the for- city. forced ghost adventures of Mace Windu. Yeah. He can be a narrator for something as a force ghost. Yeah. But, but young, I feel like Young Mace, though. Young Mace. It's a good show. It's it like, like Everybody Hates Chris, <laughs> where Chris Rock was the narrator, <laughs> and it just wasn't him. Exactly. <laughs> young like, Mace. Mace Windu. <laughs> why is he such a dick to Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. We will not grant you the rank of master. Well, why are you the one talking? What does Yoda have to say about this? It's like Yoda can't be bothered to. Yeah, say I, it I feel like I want to go into. I'm going to. I want to go into some of these uh, council meetings, and Mace is just like, no, "This Anakin guy's crazy, man." They're like, "No, or, I think um, he's all right," and they're like, "No, no." There's like a bounty hunter who's in episode two for like a minute. Her, mm-hmm. she's like the changeling one. Yeah. What's her story? Yeah, you could cast anybody for that. So you're just a changeling. Yeah. Um, on Netflix today, The Last OG Season 2, Let's Dance Los Briseño, Magic for Humans Season 2. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart. This week in Movies in the Now, Trailer Talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.